1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting
0: Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
1: If I can quote the great Rick O'Connell from this third Mummy film, here we bloody go again, Mason,
0: with this shit. Oh, yeah? Is uh, that well, what he
1: says? There's a moment where he's like, the mummy's back, and he's like, a
0: different mummy. And is this your vibe? Very much so. Interesting. I would say this, because I'd not seen this movie before. I've seen yeah. it, I'm have seen, i seeing this in the year 2020 as an adult man. Wow. Arguably a man. <laughs> I thought this was the second best of the series. But bearing in mind it's a trilogy, that also makes it the second worst of the series. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's better than The Mummy Returns.
1: Yeah, you might be right, but there is a lot I feel missing at the heart of this, which makes it less compelling, way less funny the characters don't
0: mesh as well well i mean saying that i did i did start watching this and i'm like it's pretty good i'm I'm sad i didn't see this earlier on but at one point i did pause and i saw that there was an hour left and i'm like oh, i'll finish it tomorrow <laughs> so you're right it is probably not as compelling especially yeah. uh, you know compared to the first one absolutely
1: oh if people could leave a like on this video that'd be great because look we wrapped up the mummy trilogy as requested is that not worth something to somebody somewhere
0: it's certainly worth a like i think yeah, thank you
1: so, of course, Stephen Summers left this project. He was working on G.I. Joe, I believe, at the time, mm-hmm. which came out the year later. Rob Cohen is on board as director. He mentions in the behind-the-scenes stuff that this is edgier and bigger and all of those things. Mm-hmm. It's certainly bigger. Yep. There's more guns it's- and people being like, look
0: at this gun, look at this gun. I feel it's also greyer. <laughs> yes, it is. There's like a greyer movie, but I think maybe that... Was this the start of the era when they just colour graded everything kind of grey and brown? It mattered like Color disa- yeah. disappeared from the movie. We're still in that era, oh, oh, by the way, but the, the color just disappeared. Yeah, right. Like, Edgy is, is, is gray. Is gray, that's right. Of course, he came hot off the back of
1: the first Fast and Furious, the Triple X franchise. He's just wrapped up Hurricane Heist. It's hit cinemas. That's right. What was it? Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Were they stealing a hurricane? The thing is, though, I do admire that it goes in a slightly different direction than the second one. The second Mm. one is pretty much a flat retread. Yes. And the idea of working in the terracotta warriors is a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And bringing in Jet Li, Michelle Yeoh... I think the CGI is better for the most part. The bit where he's spewing up the terracotta yeah. when he's
0: transforming into the mummy. Look, I really like the design of Jet you know, Jetli's Dragon Emperor especially. I love the fact that he's been cursed to become this terracotta warrior and so he has this sort of expressionless clay face. Mm. But if he wants to emote, like he has to tear it off his head, yeah. then there's a lot of screaming and then it sort of regrows around his face. So yeah. I think that's fun.
1: I completely agree. I think it's way better than bringing back Imhotep again because the story is, of course... It's essentially the mummy, but in China. A guy yeah. gets cursed for doing a thing and whatever. The backstory feels like a really long time in this one mm. compared to the first one as
0: well. I think it's a standard issue curse if you're if you're an ancient ruler. Yeah. Anywhere around the, the world, you step out of line, somebody's going to curse you eventually. And again,
1: I defer to my comments on the first movie, the video we did for this. Just cut his throat. Don't give him it's, the weird immortal curse where he comes back as a terrible monster where he can turn into both a dragon and a dog or something. Right.
0: Uh, Just cut his throat. Yeah. Hit That's him a, with a brick. Hit him with a brick. A terracotta brick. Turn one of his other soldiers into a terracotta warrior. Hit him with the terracotta warrior. <laughs> but so this one, this one's set in sort of 1945, 1946, I think. Yep. So it's post-World War II. And so Rick O'Connell and Evelyn O'Connell, uh, they're retired, but they apparently, we didn't see it, but they spent some time doing some more adventuring and sort of... Participating in some World War II espionage. I didn't want to see any of that anyway, Mason. And I, you know, and and I think maybe one of the one of the missions required Evelyn O'Connor to have massive plastic surgery to turn her <laughs> into Maria Bello. What do you think of that? It's jarring. I it, think she yeah. does
1: a good job mm-hmm. in the role, but I think. The chemistry is not there, and that's also part of it because they're like, we're not even banging anymore. Right. That's a that's a plot yeah, point. Yeah,
0: they're in they they're both bored. They're in a sexless marriage, which is weird because they're both incredibly attractive people. Yeah, which makes me believe that it's not that it's that they can only get horny over adventuring and like killing mummies and stuff. Sure, yeah. Like they bonded over that back in the day, yeah. and now there's just we're they're trying to relive it exactly. Yeah, without I can some sort of. That horrendous monster to kill they got no they got no charge but there yeah there is a the opening sequence with evelyn o'connor because she's now like a pulp novelist yes uh you don't see her face for a bit but you hear her voice i think that's the scene where they're like make her sound like rachel Weiss. really push that she sounds like rachel Weiss. this is the transition scene but i think for the rest of it it's just kind of it never quite plays it they maybe should have said they divorce and he's got a new wife who has the same name (laughs) And hair. And hair, yeah.
1: (laughs) There's uh, actually stories behind, a few stories behind why Rachel Vice didn't want to come back. One of them is she refused to portray somebody with a 21-year-old son. I don't know whether that's true. No, that doesn't sound like it. Yeah. But we don't know anything
0: about her. So That's true, honestly. exactly. Yeah. It based could sound just much, like her. Based on my limited <laughs> experience of the movies, The Mummy, where she's a nice character, it doesn't sound like the actor Rachel Weisz that I know. <laughs> That's
1: right. Uh, rumors also circulated that Weiss didn't want to be separated from her toddler son at the time, but she's since made it clear that that had no impact on her decision whatsoever because she did also make films in that same year. Right. And there's also the story that the script wasn't enough to sign on, which yeah. is probably the most likely scenario. I'd say so. That sounds just like Rachel Weiss. Rachel it Weiss. He's yeah,
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: You know what else I think, though? Rick O'Connell feels like an entirely different character in a lot of ways also. And I think it's because he's lost some of his luster. And by that, I mean he's golden tan.
0: It's gone. It is. He's very. He's quite pallid. It's, he's ruddy in some sense. I mean,
1: I guess he is. He's living in England, isn't he? Yeah, He's not right. getting that golden Egyptian sun, is he? That's All day, true, every yeah, day. Yeah.
0: And I think, but I, I, I also think that some of the appeal is disappearing from Rick O'Connell in this movie. Because it's very evident that they wanted to shift focus from him yes. to new O'Connell, Alex O'Connell, Luke Ford. Yeah, because I, I even because uh, I streamed this and the little description before beforehand said, adventurer Alex O'Connell travels to ancient <laughs> China, to China, and I'm like, no, 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 Ex- excuse <laughs> me, uh, no, 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 I don't think so. This is a Rick O'Connell joint. Yeah, if you well, don't mind. Well,
1: there was going to be a fourth movie with him, but we could talk about that at the end. I heard he signed up make. for three more movies. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I think he's good. Like I don't think he's Brendan Fraser, the mummy one. Right. But I think he does a pretty serviceable job. I think the love interest stuff with him does not work at all. Right. They don't have any chemistry well, together. Well, I have a
0: different opinion to you, I think. That he is not, I, I think he's barely serviceable in this movie. I think he might be, as an actor, I'm sure he's good in other things. He is, But yeah. I think that it's tough to follow up on Brendan Fraser as Rick O'Connell in these movies because Rick O'Connell has this, like, wide-eyed, manic desperation. Yeah. Like, he's got this, clearly, the way, the way Brendan Fraser sells it in this is that something broke in him in the desert, mm. and he has never gotten it back. <laughs> Like, I get I get the feeling in a lot of the action scenes in all of these movies, he's like, I might die right here, guns blazing. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that. You know, you're absolutely I, right. I don't think Alex O'Connell has that. He's, he's just like, I'm cool and smooth and I'm, I'm prepared and I'm ready to do battle yeah. and everything's going to work out fine. That's not what you want. You want a guy to just run in like a lunatic and probably yeah. get run over by a horse. I
1: think it also speaks to the fact that, he clearly grew up in a nice home and yeah. with nice things, which is fine. Good on you. You're allowed to do that. But Rick O'Connell, even in the first movie when we didn't get his backstory, we meet him in, like in a prison at one point. Yeah. He's just disheveled and they're going to hang him because he's a bad bloke. Uh-huh. It's just, it's not the same. You know right, what I mean? It's yeah.
0: like a preppy kind of dude. Mm, yeah. With an unplaceable accent. Yeah, absolutely. Australian for some of it. Some of it, yeah. And also I get that, you know, he was raised by uh, an American parent and an English parent and they've probably been all over the world. And an
1: Australian butler,
0: maybe? Uh, Maybe that's it. But also, I don't don't think it works. (laughs) No, I agree. Speaking of voices, though, the
1: moment where they're showing each other the guns that I mentioned. Yes. Ben, if you could play a clip. What the fuck is going on with Rick O'Connell's voice in this? He sounds like a completely different character. Mm. You probably don't know what I'm talking about, but there's like a bluster and maybe an ADRness to it where it's just. It just kind of spun my head around when right, I'm watching uh-huh. this. I couldn't quite comprehend what was happening in that
0: scene. It's no good. James, they're showing each other their cool guns. Oh, they, okay, now I get because it. It's the yeah. father and son comparing manhood for some reason.
1: Ah, uh, speaking of comparing manhood, my favorite line from this movie is where Jonathan's butt gets lit on fire. And then he yells, "Spank my ass! Spank my ass!" Me too. And that's a great joke. That's the problem with this movie as well. There is not a good joke in yeah. this entire film. There's a
0: scene. Speaking of of Jonathan, there's a there's a scene. There's a plane crash sequence where, because of course there is. <laughs> well, yeah, but a, uh, a yak throws up on him, and he goes, "The yak yacked." Is that an expression from the forties? I don't think it is. Well. Mm. I don't know what to tell They've you. They've spoiled the historical accuracy of the Mummy <laughs> movies for me, let me tell you. But you're right, it's all bad, it's all bad yeah. jokes.
1: And at the same time, I don't think there's as much stuff retread as the second one did. Mm-hmm. But there's still, like, the Mummy gets resurrected. There's a chase through the streets at the start. Mm-hmm. Rick knows the best pilot who's also the worst pilot. Right. A main character gets resurrected from dying again, which happened in Two. Mummy's Return. Yeah. yeah. So I just... It's different, but it's not different enough. And the things that it retreads is not better than the stuff that it's done before. Except for the bit where the Yetis come from nowhere... Oh yeah, I forgot they, about the they, Yetis. They have a field goal with a guy and puts his hands You know, the Yeti puts his hands up and like a field goal. It's a, it's a great oh, reference. Yeah.
0: That's a joke. Shades of whichever Uncharted game it was where you fight Yetis for <laughs> yeah, a while. Absolutely, and it turns out they're just dudes in suits. They're
1: just dudes in suits. Not this time though. Actual Yetis. Actual Yetis. <laughs> for but some I mean, reason. You know,
0: I, and when I watch this, I'm like, well, the, the Yeti CGI isn't perfect, and I'm like, Yetis, come on, really? But then I realized I've been watching three movies about mummies and killer scarab beetles yeah, and whatever. And it, I'm d- like, d- it really I, doesn't you, matter. You got to roll with it at this yeah, point. Yeah, you definitely
1: do. So, when Jet Li went into the pool to resurrect himself, Mm -hmm. I did not expect a three-headed crap dragon. I've seen this movie, (laughs) and it completely blindsided me. I also don't understand what is going on there, because I think Jet Li's great. He can control the elements, he can turn into a three-headed dragon and also a dog with a horn or something. Mhm. It's very vague and ill defined. right?
0: Yeah. Did those did those monsters exist in ancient times? Is he inventing them on the fly? Mm. Like it seems weird like you you'd think that he would start with something normal. Yeah. Like he turn into a giraffe or something. <laughs> you know, at the very least Something we, we are aware of, so you go, oh, he's got strange powers, and then later he'd be like, I'm going to try a dragon and see what that's like. But to immediately go, you know what, three-headed, indestructible, fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. Too weird. Too I weird.
1: Think. I think the reason that they did it this way is because they didn't have Jet Li for a lot of this. You uh-huh. notice he shows up in person at the start and then at the end. Everything else in the middle is a terracotta warrior or a dog or a dragon yeah, or huh, a giraffe right. whatever's gotcha. going on there. Uh-huh. So I think that's why they went, okay, he needs to get A to B, but we don't have Jet Li. Let's not do a CGI Jet Li other than those three faces that look terrible. It's crap looking dragon, I guess.
0: A to B with Jet Li. No CG. <laughs> That's the one rule they laid down in this movie. And they followed through and you got to respect him for that.
1: I do respect him for that. Okay, here's two improvements that I would make to this movie. Mm-hmm. First of all, keep Michelle Yo. She's great. She's terrific in that. Agreed. That's not an improvement. That's just something I feel like I need to say. She's terrific in this. She's good in everything. Uh, I would keep the snivelling British guy from the start alive till the end. Right, As yes. payback. Mm-hmm. Because the guy who betrays them he gets murdered pretty early on. Yeah. And then it's just whoever... It's like henchmen and And whatever. also,
0: why? <laughs> uh, it, th- th- that's something that just, I've just remembered. In that sequence... Like they're like, here's the thing we promised you, British guy, and he's like, now I'm gonna kill you and give it to bad people. Just wait till they leave, yes, and then give it to bad people. They'd never have to know.
1: I thought of that. I, it's because that he needed Evelyn to unlock it. Oh, but I think anybody you could get anybody to read that.
0: Oh, you, you need you need somebody who can read ancient Chinese and you need someone pure of heart. Is that is yeah that the thing? But you, you, you can get somebody else. A bunch else. of those people. Exactly. She's done so
1: many adventures. You wouldn't get her because you know she's gonna shoot you, right?
0: That's all Also, I'm how saying. pure heart are you? You've, shot, you've killed so many people at this point, Evelyn. You've probably done some bad stuff in
1: World War II. You're not wrong. The other thing they should have decided on was, does Jet Li have a beard or does he not have a beard? Because at the start, he doesn't have a beard. But then he gets old. And he, and he does, does have, have a beard. beard. He dies with a beard. And the terracotta. When if, he's in terracotta, it has a beard. But
0: then when he's back, he doesn't have a beard. If you dies with a beard, you got to rise with a beard. That's <laughs> everybody a rule. knows that. Everybody knows that, but they didn't follow that rule, did they? We're doing A to B with gently. <laughs> That's <all> right. <laughs> Whatever the thing you said. Thank what you. was it? If you dies with a beard, you got to rise with a beard. <laughs> exactly.
1: So I don't know. I just there's so many components that I think that are, are there to make this work. Yeah. And the thing is, it made money. It didn't make as much money as the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like it was successful enough but it was so critically maligned and also fan-wise that they just went, we're not, we're not doing any more yeah, of this. Right. Yeah, right. I am going to talk about the fourth one, but before I do that, we mentioned briefly how what happened to the Brendan Fraser over the course of these movies and other action movies he was doing at the time. Mm. Because in this movie, Mason, they should have called him bloody Ripped O'Connell, am I right? You see him shirtless. Jeez, he's looking good, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. <laughs> he was... Heavily, heavily injured during the making of this film from previous movies. Yeah, right. In the, we talked about it, but he's mentioned that when he was hung in the first movie, he was actually... Properly hung. He said, they killed me for 18 seconds. That's what they said. Yeah, well wow. That's what he said. Uh, in the second movie, he tore a spinal disc, crapped, crapped, a, crapped a rib. crapped, a, crapped a rib. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh Cracked a rib And injured his knee During production but By the time he did The third mummy picture In China This is a direct quote from him I was put together With tape and ice Screw cap ice packs And downhill mountain biking pads Because they're small enough And light enough That you can fit them Under your clothes I was building an exoskeleton For myself daily And his injuries Led to multiple surgeries Including a laminectomy, A back
0: procedure Is this interesting? Yeah It'll be interesting When I edit it Yeah I'll Make a little list Put yeah. a little Some dot points yeah. Maybe do it Mortal Kombat style Like zoom in <laughs> And, like, you see the bones explode in an x-ray. That's a great idea. I said that
1: to Ben. A back procedure to relieve pressure on his spinal cord or nerves, but the lumbar didn't take, so we had to do it again a year later. You also had a partial knee replacement, more back surgeries to bolt compressed spinal pads together, vocal cord repair... And other procedures Fraser said he essentially spent Seven years going in and out of hospital uh, For
0: just pushing himself too far in these movies And then, right at the end Maria Bello blew him a kiss And the kiss like floated in the air Mm. And then it landed on him And then he exploded (laughs) Fatality.
1: Fatality, very good. Now he has to put it in, doesn't he? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Ready for uh, trivia time, big time? Yeah, trivia time, big time. That's what this segment's called, isn't it? It's always been called that. Don't fucking at me. This is what it's called. Don't
0: go back and watch any previous videos, (laughs) but do.
1: This is really the scene where it's like, Shut up, we mentioned it. That's what this is. Oh, yeah, I get it. Because, you know, there's a lot of, like, actually you forgot in the comments. But
0: it's called Trivia Time Big Time That's right.
1: Also, if we miss something that you remember from this movie, it's in the extended audio edition, definitely. So just skip on over to there. We definitely mentioned the thing that you're thinking of. We even said your exact opinion. It's in that
0: But if you listen to the audio version and it's not in there, it's probably in the video version. Watch it again. (laughs) Leave another like somehow. Yeah.
1: So, the crossbow traps in the tomb scene were based in reality because, according to Chinese archaeologists, the excavation of the Terracotta Army is progressing so slowly, partially because it's still filled with similar traps. Goodness. Yeah. Those were pretty hectic, too. Uh, originally, Rob Cohn was going to kill off Rick O'Connell entirely.
0: I feel that's yeah. the way it was going for a while yeah definitely uh,
1: Artis Bay I mean, we mentioned this in the last video he didn't return because he doesn't know nothing about China so apparently he was asked and right. and he was like I don't know nothing about China <laughs> either my character or in real life I still would have liked to see him just to be like we need help with some undead shit do you want to do this and he's like yeah sure I've got a big curved
0: sword that's I'm ready right. to go <laughs> I've been oiling this curved sword <laughs> for ages I've been oiling this curved sword all the way through World War 2 I've been somebody would be like you want to swing that curved sword yes I do yes sir <laughs> Oh, wait, Chinese mummies. Nah, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, idiots.
1: Uh, and also, of course, the club owned by Jonathan is um, Imhotep. Imhotep's club. It's, n- it's after the other...
0: We saw it! I mentioned it! It's not <laughs> interesting, mm. but it's
1: in there. I've said it, have That's
0: right. And then afterwards, uh, and after the events of The Mummy 3, obviously, he opens a, a, a curry store called Vosloo's Vindaloo's. <laughs>
1: I'd eat that. Me too. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about The Mummy 4. No, not Tom Cruise's The Mummy 4, which is technically maybe The Mummy 4. Oh,
0: nuts. I'm not interested then.
1: Uh, so Rise of the Aztec uh, or Aztecs. It mm-hmm. was supposed to come out in 2014, also with Rob Cohen. Uh, Brendan Fraser, Maria Bello, and Luke Ford had signed on. As you mentioned, Luke Ford was in for the trilogy. Mm. In for a trilogy, in for a pound? Is that the expression? Mm-hmm. Mm. In for a trilogy,
0: in for a trilogy.
1: <laughs> oh, very good. Mm-hmm. I'm never good at these things. You're so good at them. <laughs>
0: Thank it's you. That, it upsets me. I'm just rhyming words. Most of the time, it doesn't <laughs> even make any sense. Don't go back and think that about it. That one made sense, though, didn't
1: mm. it? Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Bryce Dallas Howard... There he's a love interests, but one wow. of them probably betrays him at some yeah, point. For sure. Uh, Ling is dead or something. Mm, his love interest from
0: this. Needs that's why he needs a couple more love yeah. interests. That's
1: apparently the line in the movie as well. Ling is dead or
0: something. Yeah, yeah. I need a couple more now.
1: Yeah. Uh, Antonio Banderas would have played the main antagonist. Oh. I know. I like that's that.
0: A, that's a good that's an all-star cast. Yeah.
1: And Jeremy Irons would have played a cursed Aztec Eagle Mudlar. Soldier. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is more fitting, yes. Mm-hmm. That guy can do any accent. He can do German. He can do regular. He can do weird albino guy living underground in the Time Machine movie. Remember that movie? Yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, remember when he turned up at the end and everyone went, this is, bad. this is a bad movie?
0: I just remember there being that movie. I don't remember him being <laughs> in it. Terrific. Well, he is.
1: Anyways, um, I didn't like it. It felt like a real drag, <laughs> yeah. if I'm honest. Uh, and it f- kind of goes out with a whimper for me, this trilogy. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I do want to see any more of these. At the start, when we did the first one, I'm yeah, like, right. oh, my God, I love this movie. I'll see a hundred one more of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to it, no, I not think so this much. Is wh-
0: I look, honestly, having not seen it before, I think this is worth a watch. Okay. I'm glad I seen it. Great. Would you recommend it to a friend? Yeah. Me? No, you said you didn't like okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're a good friend. Thank you. Anyways, of course, we do Caravan a Garbage here every week. You got a suggestion? Leave it below. Also, we have Patreon polls to see, like, what do you want to see? That's right. And these often go up early. Actually, every week they go up early. Cool. So if you do want to see them early, head on over there. It's linked below. And here's a hint towards next week's episode. I don't know. I don't know either. Do you maybe. want me to bring up the list again? Yeah, maybe. Do you want me to? No, it's okay. I can do it. No, don't. don't I'm already that. doing it, Mason. Oh, <laughs> my
0: goodness. <laughs> this guy's on fire. I
1: just feel like people deserve it, Mason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't they? The people who stuck around for the extended audio edition. Oh, to that's what the this things is going that we, yep. mm-hmm,
0: sure. we left out. Yeah, spinning our wheels at the
1: end. Yeah. You know it is. Absolutely worth it. Uh, so, Doom. Wait, Remember which one? The one that we already recorded. Oh, from, yeah. Like last year. We getting her out of that. The Rock Doom?
0: Yeah, the rock dome. Wow! Yeah,
1: thought that was out. At least, yeah, at least we don't have to record it again because we already did it. Oh my goodness! Oh, what a dream!
0: Oh, that means Doom Eternal is coming out soon. That's
1: right. Also, of course, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Subscribe if you want, and we'll be back. We love being back, don't we? We love
0: being back. We love being back. We had a good time with this trilogy. Suggest us another trilogy. Ah, oh, done. An even worse trilogy. Oh, do? Yes.
1: Also, of course, we've got our League of Extraordinary Gentlemen commentary. That is up if you want to say it. If you want to, if you want some dark universe
0: stuff. Little hint, little hint for the uh, for the audio listeners. We're just about to record it, so. I'm <sighs> not. I don't want to. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs>
1: Alright, see you guys later. Grab
0: that you guys. We'll see you next week.
1: Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
0: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.